Blog Talk Radio. So now 
that that song bless your soul bless your heart thank you for calling in tonight I tell you it's been a busy day uh, well we here we got on a little late um, I pray that y'all can hear very clear those who know how to reach out send me a test let me know that you can hear very clear so I thank the Father for tonight. I thank him for what he's doing in our life. I thank him for his protection, his hedge of protection around us and our family. I thank the Father for Prophetic Grace Network. I thank the Father for touching the heart of Prophet Brandy to allow others to be able to have their show so, Father God, I ask that you continue to bless his hand, bless his home, bless his family. So, Father God, we thank you. We ask that you continue to cover all the hosts that come upon all the hosts, just not on just not on Prophetic Grace Network. Anyone that have a ministry, anyone that's out doing the work, being the workmanship. We are workmen when it comes down to the kingdom of God. We his workmen. And so anyone that's doing the work for the kingdom of God that love him so much that this 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 type of work, because this is a job. When you are doing work for the kingdom of Yahweh he have caused some of us to come off jobs and do work for the kingdom full time. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand, you know, 
I am a living witness to that, how people want to tell you and dictate what you should be doing. When the father said, I, when the father said, I did it. When the father said, I pulled you off that job. I did it because I got another job, another assignment for you. And you don't owe anyone an explanation. You don't owe anyone anything. You just keep your eyes upon your father and continue to do the work for his kingdom. I don't know why the Holy Spirit brought me this way. You don't owe anybody anything because your greater rewards is in heaven than here on earth. See, a lot of people think you have to wait until you get in heaven to hear these particular words. Come on, somebody that have an ear, hear what the spirit of the living God is about to say tonight. See, some of y'all have been taught. Some of y'all are walking still in a tradition in religion where you think you have to wait to see his face. You have to wait to get in heaven to get in his presence, to hear these words right here. But look, I'm finna give you, I'm, I'm finna tell you something, how the Father showed me through the Holy Spirit. You don't have to wait to get to heaven to hear these words. Well done, my faithful servant. He is saying that right now. He is guiding you. He is leading those breadcrumbs. He's saying that now, well done, my faithful servant. Oh, you better hear tonight. I have heard these words. You don't have to wait in line. You don't have to wait until you see his face to hear those words. Well done, my faithful servant. He is saying that unto some of us right now while we in this fleshly body upon this earthly He's saying that to some people, well done, my faithful servant. Well done, you are past this assignment. Well done, you can rest. Rest so I can refill you. Rest because it's time for you to go and I'm going to expand your territory. It's time for you to go in another land. It's time for you to go somewhere else. So well done, you have completed this and right here. Well done, my faithful servant. Come on. He's saying that right now. And so the question is to each and every, what I want to tell you, I I, want to prophesy. See, understand about the the, the prophetic. I want to prophesy to each and every one of you tonight. Everybody tonight is going to get a prophetic word. Three, two, one, you're going to get a prophetic word tonight. One, 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 you're going to get a prophetic word tonight. Six, eight, two, you're going to get a prophetic word tonight. Uh, uh, nine, oh, three, you're going to get a prophetic word tonight. Two, five, one, you're going to get a prophetic word tonight. And the prophetic word that I'm going to leave you upon tonight is that we all is on the winning team. Uh, 
Oh, somebody better catch it with your spiritual ears. See, when you on the winning team, you cannot lose. When you on the winning team, God fights your battle. When you on the winning team, can't nothing take you under. When you on the winning team, can't nothing snatch you out of the hand of Yahweh. Who am I talking to tonight? I'm going to prophesy to each and every last one of you tonight. You are on the winning team. This word is for you tonight. When you on the winning team, God going to fight your battle. He's your strong tower. He's everything that you need in this hour, in this season. You would not trample. You would not tread on evil ground. When you understand who is fighting your battle, when you understand that you have angel that's going to keep you in all thy ways, Unless you dash your foot upon that stone, you are on a winning team. And what winning team is, what winning team am I talking about? We are on the team of Yahweh, team Jesus. When you on the right team, when you when he held us in his righteous hand, his right hand, you're going to win. It might seem like you losing to everybody else, but you're winning, baby. You're winning. You're winning. And like I said, you don't have to wait and to hear it. Well done, my faithful servant. You're going to hear it now in this now season and your greatest season. Oh, Come on, Holy Spirit. See, see, I, I, anybody that been on, I've been on the radio for some quite, for quite a while now. I have seen things manifest. When you see things manifest in people's life, when you see when God, when he come and speak, and when he say, speak to my children, do work for my kingdom, you will see things begin to manifest in your life. The favor of God, the favor of heaven begin to manifest in your life. Sometimes you don't understand it. I had a conversation with another woman of God yesterday. See, when you ask the Father, who do you need me to pray for? Who do you need me to minister to? There was a season in my life before I even got out of my bed. Who do you need me to pray for? Who do you need for me to encourage? What do you want me to do today? And I promise you, somebody will call on that phone. Somebody, I will come across their path. It was somebody. When you begin to ask the Father, what do you need me to do today? How do you need to uh, uh, orchestrate my day? You orchestrate my day. See, that's where we need to be. Today, I sit down today. See, money don't mean nothing to me. Going out there, ministering to the lost soul, mean more than anything. I can go out and make money every day. I decide to ship myself in today. And I remember telling the father, I got to see something. If you just let me see the nail print in your hand. If you could just allow me just to see your feet. 
And it brought me back to Thomas. When the disciple and everybody came to him and say, the Messiah, Yahshua, Jesus is alive. He has risen just like he told us he was going to do. I'm paraphrasing. Dolly Thomas, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I got to see it. Even if he walked through the door, like I'm saying, praise phrasing it. I'm telling it like a story. Even if he walked through the door, I still ain't going to believe it. In order for me to believe it, I'm going to have to put my hand inside the hole because I know they nailed him to that tree. I know they nailed his hand. I know they nailed his feet. But even if he walked through this door, I got to touch him. I got to put Put my hand through the same wound, through the same hole that they nailed his hand. Uh, I got to put it, I got to put my finger through there. That's what Thomas said. Thomas walked with Christ. He heard all the miracles. He seen the miracles. He seen the the signs and wonder. He seen everything. He seen God open. He seen Jesus open the blind eyes and deaf ears and, and told Lazarus to come forth. He seen the woman with the issue of blood dry up. Oh, he seen it all. He seen where he felt. He fed thousands and thousands of people off of fish and bread. He seen it all. But oh, even though he said that I'm gonna I'm gonna be risen in three days, even though he heard what came out of his Messiah mouth, I just can't don't believe it because the way they did him, the way that they beated him, the way that they crucified him, oh, we couldn't even recognize how he uh we couldn't even recognize this was the same Messiah that we walked with, the same Messiah that raised the uh, dead, the same Messiah that uh, opened blind eyes and healed the sick. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. No, 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 no. The way that they did him, I just can't believe he's still walking around in this earth. I'm just going to tell a little story of uh, how Thomas might have felt. No, it can't be. Well, how do he look? Do he look like the same Messiah that we walk with? Or do he look like the one that they crucified that had all the stripes and his bones were showing and he was all blooded up? How do he look? I got to see him. And when I see him, I got to put my hand through the hole. That's the only way I'm going to believe it. Well, come on, Holy Spirit, speak to your people tonight. Well... This society that we are living in is so much deception going on. It's so much deceiving going on. It's so much uh, 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 the blind leading the blind. It, 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 it just got out of hand. It's getting more and more out of hand. The word is manifesting right in front of our face. And so many young generations, not just a young generation, you got so 
so many people that don't even believe that Christ is real. You got so many people that don't believe we came from the creator. They believe in the avatar. They believe in everything else but the truth. And so today I say, Lord, I got to give me something. Give me something. I just got to see your hands. Oh, my God. Come on, Holy Spirit. I got to see your hand with the nail print. Just show me your hand. I got to see your feet. I don't care if I don't have to see your face, but let me see something. You got to show me something so I can go back and tell the people, yes, it is real. He is real. It is real. The word of God is real. It is alive and sharp and uh, like a two-edged sword. Uh, everything you read about, it is real because he manifests himself to me. And I say, Lord, show me something. Oh, see, that's the type of relationship I'm talking about right there. I got to see it. I got to see it. And that's what the son said. Give me Jesus. Oh, you can have everything, but I want more of you. You can strip me, huh? Strip me from myself because I need more of you. And I shared this with y'all. When I was going through my trials and tribulation, I said, Lord Christ, I need to see your heart. I need to see your heart because what I'm seeing on this earth is the heart of man and the heart of man is not right. So I need to stay focused on you and see your heart. Let me see your heart. I gotta know. What are you saying about this situation? Let me see your heart. Why I am in a place of brokenness. Let me see your heart as I'm in a place where my spirit is crushed. I need to see your heart. I need more of you. I need to know that you are here. I need to walk with you. You are who I need in this hour, in this season. Show up right now. Show up in my secret place. Show up. I need a touch of you. I need you right now. So I need you to reveal yourself to me. Show me your heart. I need more of you, Jesus. I need to hear what you're saying about my situation. I need you to touch my mind. I need you to walk with me because I can't walk this thing out without you. Who am I talking to tonight? Oh, I feel the fire of God upon me. That means some of you, somebody on here about to get a breakthrough tonight. Like I say, I'm prophesying to each and every one of you tonight. Because when you're on a running team, you cannot lose. Do you hear me? Uh, do you hear me, the mothers of Zion that's on this line? Uh, do you hear me, the daughter of Zion that's on this line? Don't keep this for yourself. If you know you got a daughter that needs to hear this, if you know you got a mother that needs to hear this, if you know you got a friend that needs to hear them, you need to share this with them because they have to understand that we are on the winning team. You're going to have to understand that in the next three months when this thing is about to hit the earth, when people going to say that cannot be a God. Why is he allowing this thing to happen? Oh, 
You on a winning team when you're going through your transition. You on a winning team when you're going through something in your body. Don't you give up. Don't you throw in the towel. Because when you on a winning team, he's going to win your battle. There's more on your side. There's more on our side than the enemy got on his side. Y'all better hear it. You're on the winning team. You can't lose. You ain't lost nothing. The enemy want to make like you know you losing. When the enemy come in like a flood, when the Bible tells us he lifts that standard, that means you are on the winning team. Come on. And see, let's look at Ephesians chapter 2, when it tells us, for by grace are ye saved through faith. See, in order to understand that you are on the winning team, you got to know that by faith, he already then worked it out. See, they want to take God's grace and misuse it. You can't misuse his grace. And if you go on down and look and say, we are God's workmanship. That means we work for the kingdom of God. We are his craftsmen. That's why I remember getting the word that every word people are speaking about you. He's taking the words and he's building you up. He's taking the word and he molding you. You like a craftsman. He got to build you up. You have to be built up in order to do any assignment. You got to be built up in faith. You got to be built up even with the grace because it said my grace is sufficient even in the time of weakness. Who am I talking to tonight? You got to be built up. It's a time to be built up. Some of you got to go through humanity to be built up. Some of you, your faith got to be shaken to be built up. We 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 have to be broken down sometimes. Some of us might have pride and we got to be broken down in order to be built up. He got to turn some things down. He got to turn down the wall that you got in front of you because some of you are boxed up. Some of you are surrounded by walls and he got to turn it down in order to build you up. Anybody can't do this calling. It takes your faith because it says, for by grace are ye saved through faith. That means somebody can't tell you that you ain't saved. You should know you saved. You should know this. And then it's saying that not of yourself. It is the gift of God. This is the gift. God gives gifts. And see, see, everybody think gifts. Let me tell you something. God will come down with gifts in a box. There's boxes of gifts that he will give unto us. And people think these gifts got to be cars, money, husband, wife, a home. No, he'll give the gift of faith. 
Come on. Okay. Come on. Come on, Holy Spirit. He will give the gift of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. That's a gift. He will give you his grace. That's a gift. See, everybody, we see this tradition and religion. Oh, come on. Pull your, pull your blessing down. Have you ever pulled down wisdom? Because we need wisdom to make big decisions. We need wisdom to know how to manage money and finances. We need wisdom to even know how to uh, uh, be the wife uh, or be a, 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 a man to be a husband. We need wisdom to even know how to handle our household and raise our children. We need that provision. We need wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. That's a gift. Uh, uh, when Solomon, he asked him, what do you want? He said, I want more wisdom. God said, well, he, he could have asked for anything. He could have asked for a bigger house. He could have asked for more children. He could have asked for uh, another, uh, some wives. He could have asked for money. He could have asked for anything, uh, 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 anything. But he said, I want wisdom. I want more wisdom. And since he asked for wisdom, God gave him more than what he asked for. Wisdom is a good gift. You got to ask for gifts like that. You got to ask for gifts of provision because we need provision. You got to as of a gift of a watchman. Uh, what do a watchman, what special gift as a watchman shall carry? You got to ask for certain things that are going to move the hand of God. Who am I talking to? I want a husband, but your life ain't right. You want a husband, but you don't even know how to submit to God. Come on. Told y'all this Yahweh radio station. You want a husband, you want a wife, but you now you don't you don't even know how to submit to to the father first. If you don't know how to submit to the father first, how you gonna submit to a husband? Come on. There's all type of gifts in heaven and gifts. There's the gift of life. Uh-oh. There's the gift of life and life abundantly. Our Christ, uh, I'm a savior, came and say, I came not to condemn the word, the uh, uh, word, look, let me slow down, not to condemn this word, this world, but to save it, to set the captains free. I come to give you life and life more abundantly. I came as the bread of life. I came as the true meat that you need. Oh, if anybody drink from this cup, if anybody eat this bread, the true bread, which I am the bread, they were saying, well, you saying that Moses was bought the manna for heaven? They kept coming against Jesus. He said, I am Moses. Gave. Moses didn't give you that bread. Moses didn't give you that manna. Where that came from is where I came from. It came from the same place. I am the true bread. I am the true life. That's what Christ was saying to them, the Pharisees. Moses didn't give you this. My father gave it to him. And where he got it from, that's where I came from. I am the true bread. I am the meat. 
That's why you need to be saying, give me more of you. Give me, I want the meat. I want the true bread. I want the true meat. I want the true vine dresser. Come on. I'm going to help you out tonight. Like I said, this is a word for everybody. I'm going to prophesy over everybody. When you begin to be on the winning team, you're going to want the truth. When you begin to be on the winning team, you can't walk in no doubt. You can't walk in no fear. You can't throw in the towel. You got to push your way through. You got to push your way. Yes, you're going to get hit, might get bruised, might get knocked down. But you know you're going to get yourself back up because you are on a winning team. You will not lose anything. When he say let things go, let it go. When he say move out the way, move out the way. When he say stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, you better stand still. If he said, I need you to get low so I can cover you, get low because there are grenades thrown at your way. You about to get a grenade thrown at your way. So I need you to duck and get low because you on my team. You on the right team and I'm going to release the right kingsmen and the horses to fight your battle. I'm going to release the angel to go ahead and make the crooked place straight. I'm going to release the war angels and the war hearts to go fight for you. I need you to stand back. I need you to retrieve. Uh-oh, there you go. I need you to retrieve. Do you know what retrieve me? I need you to wave the flag. Oh, because you're going to wave the flag mean that you already see. Retrieve me, I gave up. No, you're you going to give up on things that you're trying to take. You're going to give up on things that keep weighing you down. You're going to give up things, all them false burdens. You're going to give up things that keep you stagnated and stuck. A retreat. Come on. This is what the Holy Spirit just spoke to me. Some of you need to retreat. That means give it up. Quit holding on to it. Let it go. When you retreat, then I can step forward. When you retreat, then I can fight your battle. When you retreat, I can release the angel and go get what you need. Uh, if you ask me right now, if you retreat, somebody better write that word down. If you retreat tonight, uh, I'm going to release the angel to go get what you need. Somebody going to have a testimony in the morning. If you can retreat uh, from fighting the enemy, if you can retreat uh, from fighting your family, if you can retreat uh, from fighting the battle that's in your mind, uh, who am I? talking to tonight. You need to retreat tonight. Oh, come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. Because when you retreat, the Father can step in and take over. When you retreat, he can pull you. Let Just step aside. Just step aside and let him fight the battle. Step aside and let him run this thing and have it in his hand and have control. He's in control of it all. I don't care what court case you got. I don't care what the judge say. I don't care what your employees say. I don't care what your household say. Some of you is fighting the battle against your own self. Uh, 
Some of you are fighting a battle in your own household because we know the enemy is amongst us in our own household. You're fighting a battle with your own family. It's time for you to retreat. It's time for you to retreat and get on the winning team side so he can shut it down and shut it down forever. That he can step in and rearrange and restore and reset. Some of you need to be reset tonight. If you can throw your hands up, if you can throw in the towel and say, I retreat, Father. I lay myself down at your feet. I surrender unto you. You do what you need to do. I ain't gonna go nowhere. I'm gonna lay at this altar until you do what you need to do on the inside. I'm gonna lay down at your feet until you show me more of you. I'm gonna lay down at your feet until you correct everything that needs to be correct on the inside. I can't look at everybody's situation. I need to work out my own household. My own household. I need to work out the relationship between me and you, but with fear and trembling. Who am I talking to tonight? Retreat. Somebody better write that down. Mm-mm. Community don't want to retreat because they think they're going to lose something. Many don't want to retreat because they think they're going to lose. You ain't going to lose nothing when you're on the right side. You ain't going to lose nothing. You ain't going to lose nothing at all. If anything, you're going to gain. And what you gain when you're on the winning team, you're going to gain a peace of mind. What you're going to gain when you're on the uh, winning team, you're going to be in good health as well as your soul prosper. What are you going to gain when you're on the winning team? You got that no understand. You can uh, gain life and life abundantly. Your life will not be cut off short with sickness and infirmity. Oh, you will not lose anything when you on the winning team. You just got to get yourself on the winning team. Get yourself. Cross yourself over in this year. And let me help you out. The new year already began. Uh, you should have been crossover. You can't stay stuck. You cannot stay stuck. Stagnated. You can't continue to do things your way. When you gonna line yourself up with the ways of God? When you gonna line yourself up with the will of God? See, when you begin to line yourself up with the will of God, it ain't gonna feel good. It's gonna make you uncomfortable. You gonna have to make big decisions. You got to break that cycle. You got to break the old way you used to think. See, some of you need to be broken in this hour. Some of you need to be squeezed in this hour. And when you go through that brokenness and you go through that squeeze, it ain't going to feel good. Oh, because some habits need to come out. Who am I talking to? I told you, you on the winning team. You ain't going to be on no winning team and you like the way you are. I don't think so. You ain't going to be on the winning team thinking like you thinking. Got to get ourselves on the right side. Because many, you think those lost now, many are going to be lost in food in these next couple months. You want to make sure 
you're on the right team. You want to make sure that you are on the right team. I remember on the prayer line, the Holy Spirit gave me a word. Who are you following? Who are you following in this season? You better make sure you're following the right one. You better make sure you're following the true living Yahweh. You better make sure if he put somebody in your path to follow, that they are following him with clean hands and pure heart, that they are a true vessel of Yahweh. Stop looking at them on the uh, uh, outside because what the Holy Spirit revealed to me about a year ago that I'm a raise, I'm raising up a group of people, some people that are gonna look like my son. They're not gonna look like the ones that you sit in the churches and, and, and every on Sunday, Wednesday, and some Saturday. Mm-mm, they ain't gonna look like that. That same nephew that you were talking about because he was smoking marijuana. That's what they gonna look like. Come on, come on. Holy Spirit, the same one that you talked about in your family, that's the one, that's the one right there, that's the chosen one right there, the same one that you didn't want to help when they was out there begging for food because they was on drugs, that's the one right there, that's the chosen one, see I got this thing all twisted here, no, them the one he gonna raise up, them the one he gonna pour his spirit out because he know them the one day by day they trust him, they walking in faith, they crying now, Lord, help me, Lord, save me, Lord, feed me, Lord, keep me in my right state of mind, Lord, save me, what must I do to me, what must I do to be saved, they gonna answer them, he's gonna raise him, raise them up for his glory, because do you not remember the story, when Jesus was sitting amongst them, he was sitting amongst the homeless, he was sitting amongst those that were helpless. He was sitting amongst them, and the Pharisee was talking about this cannot be the Messiah. Why is he sitting again with the poor? Why is he sitting with those people? Come on. If he sat amongst them then, what makes you think he ain't sitting amongst them now? See, y'all got this. See, y'all don't know his ways. <laughs> He will put his word in the mouth of babes. He will put his word in the mouth of a homeless person. He will put his word in the mouth of a prostitute. He will put his word in the mouth, uh, come on, of a drug dealer. He will put his word in the mouth of anybody he choose to. Like you said, he didn't come here to condemn. It's many of them out there know the word better than some of these people that we listen to on Sundays. Some of them out there got more faith than some of the people that sit in church every Sunday. Let me tell you, I'm going to tell y'all this story, and I'm going to go ahead and take calls. And we're going to go ahead and get up off of here. Early this week, sitting in my car. I'm telling you, I thank the Father. I just thank him. He get all the glory. It never fails me in that car, in that car. I can tell y'all so many testimony. Me just being in the car, how he allowed me to see things. Sitting in the car, 
Went and got me a, a grilled cheese sandwich from in and out of a, a burger. I ain't getting no burger. I got a grilled cheese sandwich. And I just got done eating my grilled cheese sandwich. This man, a homeless looking man, he didn't look like he was homeless, but he had a backpack. Walked up to the trash can, took the trash, the top off, and digged in that trash can. And he was able to find a whole, I seen it with my own eyes. He found the whole burger. And he did some more and he found uh like the the fries in the little bag. He took the burger, took the fry, and you know if you ever been in the in and out burger, they put it in the little box so you can eat it in your car. He put it in the box and I say, you know, so, excuse me, sir, I can't remember everything I said now. I say, you don't have to do that. Come on, I I I'll take you in here and get you something to eat. I, I go in here and, and get you some food. You know what that man told me? He said, no, I got a free meal right here. He said, no, nah, that's okay. I got a meal right here, and it's free. It just took me. He said, I got a meal right here, and he did. He honest did it. He had some, a burger and some fry. Like nobody touched it. Why did God want me to see that? They threw a whole meal away. He said, I got a, he said, I got something to eat right here and it's free. And I was like, wow. Then I say, but I will uh, get, you know, take you in there and get you some, some, something to eat. He said, it's okay. He told me it was okay. See, this how I know this man is satisfied with whatever he can get to put in his stomach. This man is very humble, and he's walking in integrity. Because somebody could say, okay, I'm going to take this, and yeah, come on, let's go get me something to eat out of here. I can say this later and eat this, and then I eat a fresh hot food now. No, he didn't do that. And I said, well, can I just give you something? I said, let me give you this. And I gave him some money. He said, thank you. And he went on about his business. And I was like, wow. Here goes somebody's willing to eat out the trash and turn down, going and get a fresh hot meal out of the restaurant. Because he said... I got something to eat right here, and it's free. That man walking in faith, trusting God, that when I dig in this trash right here, I'm going to pull out. He he could have been praying, Lord, let me find me a full meal today. The Holy Spirit probably led him over there to get a burger out the trash. Who knows? Them the ones right there. I had to be a witness to it. See, them the one. I would know people. Let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit would be speaking. 
there could be a church leader sitting right there and see if God would have tra- trade places and allow a leader that's walking around with, with a Mercedes Benz or whatever they call roll warts and seeing that men do that. Some of them wouldn't even do what, what I had did. They wouldn't even have even offered him. And if they would have did it, some of them, if they would have did it, they would be willing to take a picture so they could put it on social media. They weren't doing it because of the love of Christ. They wouldn't been doing it because of the love of Christ. That story, that, that right there touches me. Don't ever worry about, you say, don't worry about tomorrow. Let tomorrow worry about itself. We should be very thankful that we even have a roof over our head. Very thankful. Very thankful for the little. If you faithful over the little and you glorify God over what you got, oh, he'll give you more. He'll give you more. So, Father God, I thank you. I thank you so much. I thank you for being who you are. I thank you for your mercy and your grace, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you go ahead and fight the battle for us. I thank you for being our strong tower. I thank you for your grace, the true grace. But let us not misuse your grace, which you're not going to even allow us to do it. So, Father God, I thank you for the gift of grace. I thank you for the gift of faith. I thank you for the gift of wisdom. I thank you for the gift of prosperity. Prosperity, the real prosperity. I thank you for the gift of, of, of healing, the gift of miracle. I thank you for the gift of teaching. I thank you, Father God, for the gift, even the gift of prophesying. I thank you for every spiritual gift, true spiritual gift. I thank you for protecting us, keeping us from danger and harm. I thank you, Father God, that whatever they doing to the earth, because we see it, how they spread things in the earth, but you are blowing your breath around us. You are keeping us alive. You are applying the shield of protection around our home, around our land, around our children. I thank you, Father God, that we are able to wake up. Oh, Father God, I thank you that you give us a voice to worship you. You give us a voice to intercede for others. I thank you, Father God, for our eyesight. I thank you, Father God, that we are able to call on your name in a time of trouble. I thank you for your true living word, Father God. I thank you, Father God, that you are making ways out of no way. I thank you, Father God, that you are touching our mind, that you have everything in control. I thank you, Father God, for being the creator, being the beginning of our life, being the helper and our provider. I thank you, Father God, that you are who you say you are. You will never change on us. Men's might change. Men's might have a a cold, cold hearted. Men might have a stubborn heart. But Father God, you are a loving Father. You are a forgiving Father. You are so faithful. And Father God, you just such 
much a wonderful God. You are holy God. And so, Father God, I thank you. I ask, Father God, that you will come down one more time, that your voice would speak so loud that it would shake this earth. Oh, Father God, speak to us right now. What is on your heart? What do you have for your people? What do you think about what's going on in Israel? What are you saying about Japan? What are you saying about Canada? What are you saying about the United States? Father God, what's on your heart? Reveal your secret. Continue to take some of us into deep revelation, those who are hungry for it, those who are sold out. I ask that you protect every leader, every teacher, every pastor, every bishop, even the evangelist, Father God, that you're about to send out, the missionary workers. I declare and decree, Father God, as long as they doing your work for your kingdom, because your word said we we are workmanship, we your workmanship, and Father God, you cre- you created us all, and so Father God, I ask that you supply the needs of true every true evangelist. I ask that you supply the needs of every true missionary worker. Supply the needs of those that you fit a sin out in every four corner of the world to speak the true word of the living God. Father God, I don't care what they plan is. They plan on shutting down. But what are you saying, Father God? You will never shut down. Do you, yo, you are more awake and alive. Revive your people. Revive those that is wounded, that's been on the battlefield. Raise them up, Father God, that they should rise up in this hour. Arise up in this season. Every watchman that have been wounded in the night hour, I speak strength to your strength, that they have the strength of the Lord because they are on the winning team. Father God, that pastor, that bishop, oh, Father God, that marriage that the enemy is trying to destroy. Oh, Father God, revive that husband. Revive that wife, I prophesy to the dry bone that they should live and not die. In the name of Yahshua HaMashiach, oh, Father God, you speak life and life abundantly. Your word said that we can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we can ask or think according to the power that's within us. We have the power to tread on the serpent and the scorpion. You've given us the power, Father God, not the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And I prophesy that over your people tonight. That we are overcomers because we are on the winning team. We will not fail. We will not stumble. We will not fall in the ditch. Oh, Father God, when we weak, you are strong. Father God, the first thing, if there's anything that's in us that's not pleasing to you, just like David said, judge us, Father God. We all got to be judged, including me. We all got to be judged. But Father God, we want to hear your 
your words now. Well done, my faithful servant. We want to hear that word in the night season. We want to hear that word. Well done, my faithful servant. You have accomplished your assignment. It's time to move to the next assignment. Well done. And Father God, you are releasing crowns right now here on earth. Father God, you are releasing everything we need right now here on earth. Father God, I thank you for releasing our new war clothes. I thank you for releasing more winsome I thank you for releasing more provision. Oh, Father God, you are releasing things to the faithful one. And Father God, I thank you in the name of Jesus. We glorify you because we on the winning team. We are on the winning team. Our children will not lose this time. Because we declare and decree right now, tonight, that they are on the winning team. Our grandchildren will not lose because we declare and decree over them now that they are on the winning team. That you're going to fight for them in their youth year. You're going to fight for them in their teenager year. You're going to fight for them, Father God, in their young adult year. We declare and decree it right now over them. We prophesied over them that your word should be a lamp unto their feet to lighten up their pathway. Though the word tell us that you never seen the righteous forsaken, even they seed bed for bread. I see you shall not bed for bread in this hour, in this season. We declare and we prophesy. That they will know that you are real. That they will be sons and daughters of the Most High. They will know the truth. Father God, I just speak that you wrap the belt of truth around their waist. And let it stay there. That they will know that you are real. They will not walk in fear. They will not walk in anxiety. They, they, they will not walk in anxious. They will not walk in doubt and fear because that's not that's not your plan for their life. We declare and decree that sons uh, 91 should be their portion. We declare and decree sons 27 should be their portion. We declare and decree sons 23 shall be their portion. We declare and decree Sons, uh, 18 will be their portion. And Father God, we declare and decree uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11 will be their word to be the lamp unto their feet to lighten up their pathway because you know the thoughts that you have for their life. Uh, Father God, we speak life and life more abundantly. Father God, we declare and decree that they should drink from the true cup. They should thirst for right Righteousness. Uh, they should thirst for holiness. Uh, I declare and decree over every child, over every teenager, young men. Oh, Father God, raise up the young men. Uh, raise them up to be your mouthpiece. Raise
raise them up to be their fourth runner. Raise them up, Father God, to carry that staff as a shepherd in the name of Yahshua HaMashiach. Raise them up to be your prophet. Raise them up to be your watchman. Raise the daughters of Zion. I call them to come forth right now in your family. The mother of Zion, I call them to come forth right now in your family. Oh, Father God, uproot. We repent for what our ancestor did. We repent, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. Father God, I ask that you touch the mind of that young daughter that's thinking about committing a suicide. I declare and decree that she should live tonight. She should have a peaceful night. She should have a peaceful sleep. Oh, Father God, deliver her from the hand of abuse. Oh, wash her, Father God, just like you gave the drink to the woman of the, the woman of the well. Oh, Father God, give that young lady a drink from your cup. Oh, Father God, that she will not thirst for any drug. Oh, Father God, I ask that you heal her mind from them suicide thoughts. In the name of Yahshua, Hamashiach, I don't know who this for, but I see a young woman, I don't know if this your niece, your daughter, is thinking about committing suicide, but we say not so. And if you know how to pray, you need to push and pray, because I see a daughter trying to commit suicide. It will not happen tonight. She will live. I send this word to her, wherever she at. Oh, Father God, send the angel, release the angel of protection around this young lady right now in the name of Jesus. She will not lose her life. She will have a life abundantly. She will have a life abundantly. She will not die in this hour. She will live. I declare the word of the living God that she should live tonight. She should live tonight. She will not lose her life tonight. I don't know if it's for somebody niece. I don't know who this for, but she should live tonight. She will not. Her life will not be cut off tonight. Her life will not be cut off tomorrow. Her life will not be cut off in December. Her life will not be cut off in January. But I declare the word of the living God that she should live, that he's going to raise her up to be his mouthpiece, that she should walk in excellence, she should walk in her full potential, her full calling, and I declare and decree that it shall be so upon tonight, that she should not lose her life tonight. Oh, Father God, we cover her mind, clothe her in righteousness, clothe her with the clothes of life, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus. And y'all should be praying for this young woman. There is some stuff that's been released in the atmosphere. I even speak of men will not commit suicide. I see the month of December of men commit suicide. And these men will not commit suicide. Father God, I ask that you show up 
Just like I say, Father God, even if you don't want to show me, Father God, your hands with the nails, even if you don't want to show me, but for this young lady, show up for her, for these men that's trying to give up on life, show up for them, Father God, because I know you real, but show up for them, show up right now, walk in her room, stand in her presence, stand in that man presence right now, show up, let you appear right in front of them. Show them that you are real, realer than the room that they are in. Let your glory speak to them right now. Speak right now. Let the light of your glory shine in that place. And Father God, blind every lying spirit, every suicide spirit, every depression spirit. We bind it and we rebuke it right now in the name of Jesus. I lose your agape love upon your daughter. Clothe her with your love. Clothe her with the fruit of the spirit. Clothe her with peace. Right now, I declare it over her life right now. I declare it over these men's life right now. They're trying to give up. Oh, Father God, walk with them in this hour. Talk with them in this hour. Just like you walk with Moses. Just like you walk with Abraham. Do it for these men in this hour. Oh, Father God, here and deliver them in this hour. In the name of Jesus, my God, come on, Holy Spirit. Let it break up off of them now. Break that suicide spirit about this bloodline right now in the name of Jesus. I speak of breaking. Release your hammer. You word, your word is like a hammer to break every rock into pieces. I speak of breaking. Break that suicide thought. Break depression. Break it up off of their mind right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 We rebuke every car accident. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus, thank you. We glorify you. We give you the glory. We give you the praise and we give you the honor. We can't do nothing without you. I release the angels around us and I ask the angel to locate Father God let your Holy Spirit locate the lost souls draw them unto you because your word tell us if we lift you up you'll draw all men unto you draw them Father God right now let them be drawn to you draw them out of the hand snatch them by your spirit out of the hand of the wicked snatch them out of the hand of the ladder snatch them I say snatch every young man that's in our bloodline every young man that's connected to peace in prophetic grace network every young man that's connected to somebody that's on here snatch them from the hand of the ladder snatch them uh, from any Jezebel spirit marine spirit oh father God snatch 
these young men, Father God, or from the hand of abuse, because there are some women out there that are abuses as well. Oh, Father God, deliver them and set them free. Deliver them. Let this year be a day. deliverance be their portion. Oh, Father God, give them the taste of real meat, your meat from heaven, which is your true word. Let them drink from your cup in this hour that they will not thirst for anything else again. Oh, Father God, release your cup and let them drink from the cup of your hand. And you said if you drink from this cup, you will never thirst from anything of the world. They will not thirst for drugs anymore. They will not thirst for alcohol anymore. Let them drink from the cup from your true hand. Let it be released right now. Father God, I ask that you turn that man around. You turn that son around. Wherever they're trying to go tonight, turn them around. Speak to their hearts. Oh, Father God, let them be delivered tonight. Let them cry out to you tonight. Oh, Father God, answer them tonight. Give them wisdom tonight. Give them provision tonight. Oh, Father God, you turn that car around. Don't even allow them to go to that place tonight. Uh, oh, Father God, you stand in the middle. Uh, you put up the block. Uh, you put up the wall. Uh, in the name of Jesus, turn them around. Do a 360 in their life. Uh, turn them around. Let them run right into you. Uh, let them run right into you to see your face, to see your glory. Oh, Father God, turn them around. Uh, turn them around to the truth. Uh, snatch them out of every hand of a deception uh, or every hand of the wicked of the enemy. I speak that they should live and not die in this hour. Oh, Father God, begin to correct everything needs to be corrected in their life. In Jesus' mighty name. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We glorify you. Two five one three four two. We thank you. Two five one three four two. Lashawn, this is Latrice in Alabama. Hello, how you doing? It is well in spite of Amen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It is well. Yes, do you have something you want to show? Well, I have some prayer requests from some of my classmates that, well, they had to go to bed. They got to get up at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning. But they were requesting prayer. I've been uh, telling them about the broadcast. And uh, they're unable to call tonight and uh, have prayer requests. Okay. And uh, it's uh, Roberta, Tiffany, and Rosemary. Mm-hmm. They're requesting prayer. And do you know what they're requesting prayer for? Uh, more than likely our class, but uh, I would say in general, 
a general prayer, uh, and I believe that they are drawing nigh to God, and that's how I would take it, and I ask that his will be done concerning that. Okay. Well, we just think whatever they pray or request is, you know, only Father know. And so, Father God, uh, you are in control of it all, Father God. You know what we need, and I know you supplied our needs according to our riches and glory, according to your riches and glory. So, Father God, I thank you for what you're doing. Um, Father God, I just uh, speak patient, 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 patient. We cannot rush you. You're not a type of father that you're just going to let us run over you and rush you and demand things to you. It's that's, that's part of our having faith, that we have to walk this thing out through faith, fear, and trembling. And so, Father God, I just speak that matter what the situation is going on at this school, if they just trust you because you are going to rearrange some things, and Father God, I thank you for what you're doing in their life, Father God. Um, Father God, I just speak that they will build their relationship with you, trust you more. What was the last one name? Well, I speak this for all of them. What was the uh, last Roberta, one name? Roberta, Tiffany, and Rose Marie. And so, Father God, I just pray that they will just continue to seek you more, continue to trust you more, Father God, and uh, spend time with you more. Father God, I just speak that Roberta will spend more time with you more, uh, pray more. It, I just hear they need to do search God more. They need to search God and search him for themselves. Search them Amen. for Amen. <laughs> Oh, Lord Jesus, sometimes when I hear stuff, I was like, Lord, do you really want me to say that? Some people don't like when you tell me certain things. They have to really search God and seek God because we are coming in a season. God figured to shut the prophet mouth. God figured to shut us up because he's saying enough is enough. Don't say nothing to him no more. Don't even pray for him. Don't, I'm telling you, y'all, some of y'all don't believe that, but that season, matter of fact, the season is already here because a lot of people are walking in rebellion. They don't want to see God for themselves. They don't want to have a relationship with him for themselves. They sure ain't praying or reading their Bible, and God is going to pull people away from people because he do. He loves us. He give us chance, but he ain't for to let them keep using us either. And and I'm just telling you, so God for to get rid of shit some things down. You ain't going to have access. This is for everybody that's on this line. You better start honoring the people that's in your life now that God assigned to you. Because sooner or later, and it's going to be very, 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 very soon, you're not going to have access to them. Because when the father stepped in and shut it down, it's, that's, that's it. That's it. That's it. And don't you think for one minute he will not do it. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Because he ain't allowed you to continue 
to drain them and suck the energy out of them, you lesion, and you ain't even trying to put in the work for yourself. I don't know why he brought me here, but I just got to speak what I, I, I just got to speak what I see. He's not for the continue to let people be leisure and drain when they don't even want to do the work for themselves. So I pray that they would build a relationship with the Father because in this next couple months, we all going to need it. And so I just pray that they would trust him and have a relationship and, and, and begin to start drawing, like you say, drawing unto him, not men. Unto him, drawn unto him. And so, Father God, even your daughter, when it's time for her to pull back, I ask that you speak to her when it's time to pull back, uh, that she will hear your voice. Father God, there are some things that you're going to speak to her about. Father God, assignment that he's going to give you. Do not be distracted. Do not be distracted of what's going on, what people around you doing. Stay focused on God because there's going to be a specific assignment he wants you to do. And you're going to have to really have your ears inclined to his mouth to hear what he wants you to do. It's like playtime is over. And there's a Simon, and I don't know if this Simon is going to be with a particular person or a Simon in the ministry, but when you start seeking him and spending time with him, he's going to reveal it to you. And so, Father God, I thank you. You know, pray for those who he leads you to pray for. And if he tell you be quiet, to do exactly what he say. These distractions, God, for the cease, a lot of distraction that's going on with your life, in your life, and these are distractions with people. And so, Father God, I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you much, LaShawn. And you have a blessed evening. Well, you too. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Two five one two two nine. This is LaShawn Macy's calling. Where are you calling from? Hi, Sister LaShawn. Prophet LaShawn. This is Sarah calling from Alabama. Hey, Sarah. Sister Sarah, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. No complaints. I'm right now. <laughs> You're going forth in the word, and uh, I just—it was just heavy and strong. I thank the Lord for using you as His mouthpiece going forward. Oh, um, yeah, because like you said, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Because like you said, it's gonna be a time when we're gonna hold up. What's that? It's gonna be a time when he's gonna shut it down, and then he's gonna come forth for those who are ready, for those who aren't. Just like you were saying, the Lord's gonna show up, and this time fierce with fire. Mhm. Yeah. Well. Amen. So, uh, did you have a, a prayer request or you want to share something? Well, I just have a prayer request for just, you know, peace all over the world, peace in families, 
Uh, I know it's kind of getting tight, you know, over there on the other side, over in the Middle East. Uh, you know, I don't... But I think the only way it's going to really happen is is if the Lord brings his shalom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If, he, if, he, if he calms it down, that's the only way it's going to happen. Uh-huh. But I was just praying for, besides that, I was just praying for uh, peace in the home, you know. And... Yeah. Um, in reference to that, I I just and uh, health and healing. That's it. Mhm. Right. Well, I have not been I have not been looking at the news because I just try to uh, see if the father gonna speak on it. Um, I just know that he is in control. Like I don't know. Last week I I spoke on it, but. Don't be deceived. You know, the Father is going to speak. We already know what this is about. He is in control. And when he get ready, things, I think somebody dropped off the line. When when he get ready, things got to, the word word got to be fulfilled. And that's what a lot of people don't, uh, a lot, lot, I'm going to say a lot, because it is a lot. A lot of people don't don't. It's not reading the word or spending time with the word. Uh, spending time where He is the word, which is our heavenly Father. So they don't even know what season we are in. You know, this stuff shouldn't catch us by surprise. Things that's going on shouldn't catch us by surprise because if we know the time and season we in, we are in, we will understand a lot of stuff that's taking place within the earth. And so a lot of stuff don't take take you know take people by surprise. And during some time, I know, or I know somebody gonna say, "What is she talking about? What this woman talking about?" But you go ask go ask the father <laughs> for yourself. Sometimes the father don't have certain people waste their time praying for stuff. <laughs> Y'all don't like that, but I'm telling you the truth. Sometimes he doesn't open people mouth to pray for what's going on there over there because. He might help them praying for what's about to come next. I hope somebody caught that. He might be having the watchman or the intercessor praying for something that's about to hit worse in the next couple months. And so, uh. that's, oh, yeah, oh, I hope somebody caught that. I hope you caught it with your spiritual ear. So, you see, uh-huh. God, some people then already pray for what's going on now over there in Israel. And they already know what's going to be the end result. And so he will help those intercessors, those gatekeepers, uh, those uh, watchmen. They on another assignment. They could, they, 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 he's showing them some something else. He, mm. he, he's showing them what, what's about to come at the end of December. He, she, he probably mm. taking them something else to pray for. That's why the the father says, daughter, people don't even know my ways. We got to understand what time and what season we are. That's why it's so important when he tells us to do something this for a season and for a time that we must understand that. Because 
We already know what they trying to do. You, oh, oh okay, Father, I'm finna say it. I'm finna say it. I hear you. I'm gonna have to go ahead and say it. See, why are you trying to say, well, I'm going to get it next year. I'm going to get it next time. Well, it might not be a next time. When you're thinking about doing it, the shutdown can be here. See? Y'all see, God mm-hmm. already 10 steps ahead. That's why we got the move when he tell us to move. If he tell us to lay low and be shut in to pray, that's what we got to do. If he tell you to go on a fast, that's what you got to do. He tell he because he's preparing you for what's about to come. If there's a preparation going on for some of us, we are in a season of preparation. And so you have to understand when he say you are in a season of preparation, what do that mean to you? You should, you should be able to have a relationship to ask him, what are you preparing me for? Some of you, some of us, boy, come on, Holy Spirit. Come on, come on, come on. See, that's why you got to stop looking at people's situation. God probably have you preparing to get ready to move you to Africa. Come on, who's that for? He might be preparing you for you to get ready to go over to Israel. Come on. He might mm. be preparing you to ship. Because you didn't outgrown where you at, and it's time for you to go into another land. And that other land is going to bring you your blessing. That other land, you got to get there so you can meet your, your husband or your wife. So that's what I'm saying. Time is always at hand. Season. You can be distracted of what's going on with Israel when he didn't already show us and we could miss what he's trying to show us what's about to come in the United States. Do you understand? Oh, yeah. <laughs> A lot of people don't understand that. Everybody have a, he give everybody, certain people, he might not help everybody praying for Israel. He might have people praying, might be praying for Africa, might be praying for the United States, might be praying for your own region. You might need to be praying for yourself or praying for your family. See, you can't get distracted because everybody else saying pray for this. What is he telling you to do? And so mm-hmm. he, and he, he tell us be aware of the rumors of war. Come on. Let's see mm-hmm. if anybody can catch that. It could be a distraction for what's really about to come. Mm. That's why you got to get connected with him. So his peace is something that we, that's a gift. We were talking about gift. Peace is a gift. We don't got to beg him for that peace. We speak, we declare and decree, and we trust him that it's already done. Mm. This promise is peace, I leave you. Not the peace mm-hmm. of the world, but the peace mm-hmm. that I'm giving. That's a promise. That's the gift. That's the best gift. That's what y'all should say. Peace, I leave you. Peace, I give unto you. Not the peace of the world. That's false peace. But the peace mm-hmm. that I'm giving. Come on. That is a promise. 
That's a gift that he left here. I, I'm going to leave the conference, the comfort, which is the Holy Spirit. I'm going to give yeah. peace unto you. So you should always walk in that peace because I already given to you. That's the reason why we need to know how to pray. That's the peace. That's, that's what he's given unto us. We own that. And that's why a lot of people, they get messed up because they don't know they rightful. They don't know what they own because he, he, that's one of his promise. The peace I give unto you. Not the peace of the world, but the peace that I give unto you. So, so when we pray, well, Father God, we just gonna continue to walk in your peace because this is this is a promise that you're giving unto us. So we gonna continue to speak that Israel continue to walk in your peace. We gonna speak that we continue to walk in your peace. We we gonna pray that United States continue to walk in your peace because this is something that you have given unto us. So we do we we still gonna stand on your word. That peace that you have leave, you left this peace over two hundred thousand years ago. So, so I thank you, Father God, for your peace. I thank you. We would not get caught up or what's going on and what men trying to do. We gonna trust you and we gonna stand on your word because your word don't come back to you void. Your word go out. Your word is like a two. Two double-edged sword. Your word is like a, a hammer to break every rock into pieces. Your word is like thunder. It's like a light. Your word can split a mountain. Your word can cut deep. Your word. And so if you speak peace, when you speak power, when we speak with authority, things begin to line up. And so that's the prayer we just prayed that people would not walk in fear and they would know their authority and that they would have a relationship with with the Father, the true Holy Spirit, and that they would know who they are and where they came from. No, you didn't give us the spirit of fear. Do you know no do you not know how many people over there in Israel and Jerusalem? Do you not know how many people is over there in Africa and Dubai? Do you know not know how many people that's around that the country that's around Israel? If everybody would come together and lock arms together and begin to pray, this thing would break. This thing would just cease. It would I'm telling you this thing, the power of God's children will overcome evil. Then see, people don't know how to ask, uh, know how to uh, exercise their authority, and that's the reason why we go through things in life because we don't exercise our authority. And some Thank people don't you, even know they have authority. Because if everybody would stand up around that country, the enemy will be shut down. You got to know. You got to know what's really going on. Don't not let your eyes deceive you. You got to really not need to. You That's when you spend time with the Father. Because the people that know, they like, okay, we see it. Okay, Father, we know that you're going to expose it. And we know that you're in control. Okay, what else do you have? Hmm. Just a prophecy that's being filled. Well, I think it's a blessing that we are still able to have the Holy Spirit, I mean, in our midst. 
because they're getting it taken away from them uh, on the other side in the Middle East. They, If they're praying, they get the Bibles taken away. If they're doing anything, they're going to get burned. And it's just, it's just crazy. But we still have time to uh, get in our word and to let, to manifest still, enjoy the word and let the Lord be manifested and thank the Lord on a daily basis. Because if they try it over there, sometimes like in India and China and those places, they'll go and burn the church. They'll, I mean, and the people alive in it. They they can't do it like we can. Well, I'm going to tell you something. They can do all things through Christ that strengthen them. There, there are so many stories that I have read in in true story about people in China. They go on the underrail or trust me, when you hunger and thirst for the truth and righteous, God's going to protect them and God is going to give them. They're going to be filled up. Don't think China and them people over there, they know. Let me tell you something. I didn't have a conversation with this guy from Philippines, Philippine, whatever you call, whatever you call that place. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't let, me, let me tell y'all something. Don't y'all sleep on them people. They know the word. They know the word. God gonna put the word is who what's the church? Come on. I'm gonna say this real quick. What's the church? The church is on the inside of you. Christ is the church. We the body. So if we abide in him and he in us, come on. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be on the inside. They can destroy. They can destroy every book. They can destroy. They can rewrite it. They can do whatever he. They said the the Levitical can hide the true books in the vault like he showed me. But you know what he said? Told me. Yep, they got the mm-hmm. books. They got the truth. They got the maps. They got everything in this big huge vault. But I am the book. Come on. Somebody should have caught that. I am the book. And for those who hungry and thirst, I'm going to reveal it to them. Y'all, <laughs> i tell you something. That's mm. how you know somebody's spending time with the Father. Mm-hmm. He, he revealed to me I'm the book. And the book is what? Mm-hmm. The word. And how do we know that? Because according to John, in the beginning was what? The word. Mm-hmm. Who is the word? Yahweh. Mm-hmm. So he revealed to me they got maps, book, everything is about the Levitical. They hide stuff. But I am the book. And I'm going to reveal it to those who want to know the truth. So yeah. if you want to know the truth, he will reveal it to you. Mm. I don't care if you're in China. I don't care if you was in two by four, two by four. I don't care if you was in Hong Kong. I don't care if you was in Japan. I don't care if you in Africa. I don't care if you in Mexico. I don't care if you in Canada. I don't care if you in uh, the Antarctica. I don't care if you over there in England. I don't care if you in Brazil. I don't care if you over there in Hawaii. If you really want to know who Yahweh is and you want to know the truth, he's going to give it to you. That's it. 
because we know that because according to his word, he's before the son of man come back, he's going to pour out his spirit on all flesh. It's up to you if you really want it. Choose ye this day who you going to serve. He ain't going to make nobody do anything that they don't want to do. And for those, just like he told Jeremiah, just like he told Moses, be quiet. Don't pray for him no more. They are stiff-necked rebellions. They, they lukewarm, whatever, whatever. Even when he talked about the seven churches, only two that he was pleased with, according to the book of Revelation. So he's not going to make anybody do anything, but he's going to give you the opportunity to know that he's real and give you the opportunity to know his word if you really want it. Mm, that's it. Every blood that shed, every innocent blood that shed, God gonna deal with them. But trust me, they gonna know if they up there burning churches down and stuff like that. That mean them people know who Yahweh is. And those who they are, have killed, cause what did the word say? For those who are killed for my name's sake. Come on, do we read our word mm-hmm. or do we not read our word? Mm-hmm. Come on. He already let us know there are going to be many that are gonna be, that's going to die for his name's sake. Hmm. They're going to prosecute for his name. Hmm. Many are going to lose their lives because of his name. They want to hmm. know the truth. They shouldn't catch us by surprise because he already forewarned us. He told us these days was going to come. We shouldn't be surprised or, or shocked by it because it's in his word that people are going to lose their life because of his name. Mm-hmm. Many are going to lose their life because they stand on the true God, word of God. Many are going to be pro- uh, prosecuted, persecuted because they Speak the true word of God. Many ain't going to like them. He forewarned us that. It shouldn't take us by surprise. Hmm. The thing that's going on over there, it, it, don't take, it shouldn't take you by surprise because he already warned us. That's right. Hmm. He will reveal to those who he want to reveal to what he's going to do. That's it. It's just that the Bible is being fulfilled. Hmm. And you got to know what is of God and what is not of him. God will let them do. He will sit there and allow it to happen. Did he not tell Jeremiah to warn the people? Did he not tell did he not tell Moses to warn Pharaoh? Mm-hmm. Did he did he did he not tell Ezekiel to warn the people? Mm. Come on, did he not show things to Daniel? Yes. Did he not show things to John in Revelation? Mm. Did he not John? show Zechariah things? Come on, I'm talking about Zechariah that seen the horses, the war horses within the earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did he not speak to the minor prophet 
Did he not show Elijah things? Yes. Okay. Well, there you go. Hmm. I can go on and on and on. So we just got to make sure we're working out our own household salvation with fear and truth. Yes. Before, you know, things happen in our life. We want to make sure we ain't leaving this earth and we don't make it in. That's right. That's it. I mean, you said he already told us who is. Maybe the father would allow me to teach on that. Who is the Israel? Who is Israel? We are Israel. And I'm not saying this because of my color. No. Those who do the work for the kingdom of God. You got to know who who he's talking about. That's right. Who is Israel? There's Israel, Israel people all over the world. That's right. Hmm. So, is there anything? Do you have anything else? No, that's pretty much it. You know, uh, we can. Like in the word it says, pray for your own soul salvation with fear and trembling. And uh, we can, you know, even our people that may be in our family, our loved ones or what have you, we can come forth and try to tell them about the kingdom and how, you know, we need to go ahead and draw near. But now, uh, I don't want to sit there and, um, you know, I, I got to work out mine. and But then I love them, you know. I love them and everything, only my child and everything like that. But I want to, you know, tell them about the Lord, but it's up to them. Come on, go ahead and sup with him. He wants you to come, you know. And um, you love them, your relatives and what have you. But um, you got to work out your own and sweep, you know, and get to style your own eye before uh, you can get it out of someone else's. And so, but you love them. You love them so much, and you tell them about the goodness of the Lord. But uh, it's up to them to just say, okay, I'm going to join on in and, uh, and and see what the Lord is saying in this hour. Mm. But it at the end of the day, you got to work out your own soul salvation. I mean, for instance, like my daughter, I love her and everything, and uh, teaching her the right way and and uh, telling about the Lord and everything like that. But I don't, I don't force it because I don't want her to turn away and be, you know. But then I'm there 100% of the time with gospel, just everything planned and presented and everything to her. But at the end of the day, what are you going to do, you know, on an individual basis? So that's, you know, that's pretty much it because at the end of the day, it's going to be, 
when he calls our number, it's going to be not Sarah and her daughter. It's going to be Sarah. Right. What, what have you done for the kingdom? Or are you ready for me? Or you? <laughs> it's just going to be me standing before the Father. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I did while I was here on earth, you know. But it's up to them to say, yes, I'm ready to open up for the Father. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. That's good because, like you said, it ain't going to be you and your daughter. It ain't going to be you and your spouse. It's going to be you and the Father. You got to stand in front of him. Mama can't say, well, how you know I prayed for her and I did this. No. It's going to be your daughter face-to-face with him. You going face-to-face with him. So that's good that you say that had uh, mentioned that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I thank you for sharing that, and thank you for calling me. Anytime, I you know just love the way you go forth and let everybody know that you know it's time is time is winding up. I mean it's October the twentieth. And it just seemed like <laughs> it's just going so fast, my Lord. Mm-hmm. The Lord is really telling us something in this hour. And like you say, in December, He just it's just better to watch as well as pray. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Sarah, Sister Sarah, for calling in. God bless you, and you have a blessed weekend. Well, you too, woman of God, and as always, I love you, and I love you, and I love you, love and love hard. Oh, okay. thank you. Love you too. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Uh, blessed night. You too. Thank you so much. All right. I want to say this again. I don't know who this for, but we not ready to pray, and I, I I believe in prayer. But if you know that when we was praying for the lady, the young lady that um I seen a suicide spirit around her. If that's somebody on here, or you know somebody uh, for his, your niece. I don't know if this somebody niece, but I know it's a young lady, and she she looked like she's in her early twenties, I believe. Um, is there somebody that's on her that know that you know this young lady have been thinking about suicide, or even if the Holy Spirit revealed to you, we already been prayed, but I I would like to hear. Um, if you if that's if you know that you know this person, but I believe prayers God and answered our prayers, and we just go continue to lift her up. Nine nine five one nine six six. Hey sister, I'm Miss Regina. Hey, Regina. How you doing? I'm okay. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Amen. 
I just joined in. <laughs> I have something going on with you. It's going okay. I'm looking for some place to move since I'm just set up in prayer. Okay. I'll be able to find some. Just looking for a bigger place for me and, me and my daughters. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, you know, God is good. Just believe in the word. And you, you mentioned peace. I didn't get into that. So I do have peace in the midst of everything. Amen. That's going on. So I, you know, a lot going on, but I do, I do have a sense of peace, you know. Mm-hmm. I do have, um, I do have peace. Be patient. That's good. How your mom doing? My mom is actually doing okay. Up there every day. Sounds sounds good. Sounds great. Hanging in there. Bless me every day. That's great. How your sister doing? Better. Better. You know, other days, but. There's a support system around her, so she's uh, doing a lot better. You know, they week by week, I, I just hear, you know, she just just gets better, adjusting, and you know, we talked about it too. Even though, you know, you miss him, but he also has peace. You know, that's good. Well, like my dad's caregiver, so, you know, we talk right. about it, and, you know, we have memories is what we hold on to, so. Right. But there's still, you know, we talk about it, like, it's a blessing to, to live to 91 and be able to say, you know, God has blessed me with 91 years. Like, I've mm-hmm. done, I've done life, like, I, hmm? He was 91. He had turned 91, yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he said, you know, I've done everything. I've done, you know, he realized he's blessing to live in 91. I think he was preparing up mostly, you know. Yeah. So, like, oh, yeah. So when you look back on all the conversations, you realize, you know, mm-hmm. he had peace. He had peace. He had, you know, peace of mind and knew where he was going. And so that that within itself gives you peace, you know? Yes, that's true. Well, did you have a prayer yeah. request? Or? Well, just praying for, let's uh, just a bigger place for my children. Mm-hmm. Well, not children, but young ladies. So just in the middle of looking for something. Mm-hmm. Are you are you trying to all that going on? Are you trying to move out of California? Well, the question is, has the Lord spoke to you yet about the move? No. I haven't picked up on anything. I don't. I just uh, returned back to work um, Monday, actually. 
Mm-hmm. Up it out for a couple months. Right. Get back to work. Mm-hmm. Well, we just thank you, Father. Father God, I just ask that you speak to your daughter. Give her the provision, Father God, and even give her wisdom on where do you want her to go, Father God. Father God, I just pray that she will continue to seek you for direction, to continue to seek you, Father God, or where do you want her to be? Where do you want her to go? And Father God, I just speak the faith that she will have peace, uh, knowing that she can trust you. Uh, Father God, that you're going to give her peace whatever area that you want her to move to, Father God. So, Father God, I ask that you work it out. Um, Give her favor, Father God. And, Father God, that she will just lean to your understanding, not her understanding, but lean onto your understanding and the decision that you have already made that it's going to work out for her good. So, Father God, I just just speak that she would just say, Lord, okay, I go wherever you want me to go. Father God, I just need you to show up and make it plain and make it clear. And, Father God, any distraction that's around her that will hinder her or that is blocking her from seeing or hearing you, Father God, let it be removed in the name of Jesus So, Father God, that we know that you are going and we allow you to take over. We allow you to lead. You're going to put us on the right path where you can use us and you know the place that you know that she needs to be, be for the peace of mind and the protection. Father God, I just pray that she is. And you know what? Another thing I just hearing you know, just to be still and see the salvation of the Lord, just to be still. He'll let you know when it's time to move. But this is a a season that you really, really going to have to trust him and really, really make the right decision for us to move and really, really just understand where he's trying to take you. One thing you will have to ask him, who can't go and who can't go? Uh Uh-oh. You got that? You got Father, if this is for me and you, ask him that. Don't be ashamed or scared to ask him that. Is there something I'm missing? Do you want me to go? Ask him, and he'll let you know. And so, Father God, I just pray that you will make it plain and clear that she will not miss it. She will not miss it. Remove the distraction from her, anything that's blocking and hindering her from seeking you or hearing you clearly. Father God, I ask that you make it plain that that she will not miss it because whatever he has for you is going to work out for your good. And so, Father God, I thank you for this new place in your territory. Uh, Sometimes when you're going into that enlargement territory, you're going through a transition, and it gets the old can't go with you. The old habit, the old thinking, the these things that been pulling on you, and you know, trying to suck the life out of you, it cannot go. And so you have to really trust the Father on this decision. You really gonna have to trust Him. 
And so, Father God, I thank you. I thank you for protecting her. I thank you for restoring everything in her life, Father God. I thank you for the newness and the greatest that she, this door that you're going to walk through, it's going to be a good season for you, but you're going to have to trust him. You're really going to have to trust him. In Jesus' name, amen. Yep. Yep, he's gonna he's gonna speak to you. It's like he probably I think like he already been told you, but you trying to like you trying to make sure that okay, is this what you really saying or is it is it me? Is this what you really saying? Is I'm hearing you right or is it me? Uh, it seems like he didn't already spoke to you about something, but just like you trying to make sure it's not you, that it is the Father that's speaking. And this has something to do with the mood. I'll tell you, it is, um, I've been I've been here a long time, California, and I have never seen the prices so high. It, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, you don't got to tell me. I know. My goodness. I'm like, wow. Like, is this even... Yep, the price is going up everywhere. What part of California do you live in? I'm in Southern. I'm like an hour from LA. Oh, yeah. Southern California. Mm -hmm. I'm like actually between LA and San Diego. Mm hmm. One of those is even more. Mm hmm. More to live in. Oh, I know like about California. Inland Empire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of family there. Yeah, you know, we're talking about it. Like a lot of, uh, a lot of us, you know, older children in our twenties and even thirties. Like between twenty and thirty, it's like you know, we're all talking about how they're they're still home because they can't afford to, you know, live on their own. You're so expensive. So they're home longer. Right. God's going to direct you what you need to do. Just trust him. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, start looking outside of California. Pray, pray on it, but I will begin to look, to look outside of California. Begin to ask the Father, where do he want you to go? That's not the first time you said that. Huh? That's not the first time you told me that. (laughs) Well, 
we have to seek further more. A lot of us don't want to get out that boat. We get too comfortable. And he's trying to put us in a new place to enlarge our territory. And so it's, 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 it's your choice. I know God not going to send you nowhere. You got to really seek him. Do you do you know anybody in the Carolina area? Mm-mm. Um, no. Mm-mm. No, I don't know. Well, he's gonna he's gonna reveal it to you. You gonna hear the name, and he's gonna let you know. And you want to continue to work at the hospital? You know, I that's just where I've been so long. I'm almost I. It doesn't have to be, I guess. You know, <laughs> I'm just like mm-hmm. it's so crazy. Well, we just pray that God open the doors that you that He wants you to uh, have the doors that you know that need to be open in this season in your life, and shut the doors that He don't want you to walk through. You gonna you gonna know. Yeah, I, I feel a change. Like, I feel like there's some, you know, there's change going on. Um, mm-hmm. Well, continue to pray and let God lead and, and direct you. He ain't going to lead you wrong, man. We can get out the wheel and do it our way. But God, if we trust him, he's going to lead us the right way. It's going to feel uncomfortable, but it's going to work out for mm-hmm. the good. Yeah. Well, I know it's to be true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he ain't going to let us suffer. That's the thing. He ain't going to, if he's trying to move us from some bondage and some hindrance. Sometimes he got to pull us out of it first. Uh-huh. A lot of people, uh-huh. some people don't. Oh, Lord, some people don't. A lot of people look at downsizing as a bad thing, but God be protecting us for what's about to come in this earth. So there's nothing wrong with di- uh, downsizing. Downsizing. Yes, mm-hmm. and people they shy away from that. The downsizing, oh, downsizing could be just for you and the father. You know, downsizing is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. 
Because I'm telling y'all, this ain't coming for you in a crash. It's going to crash. Mm-hmm. And he's been telling a lot of us, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Just wait. Because he, this crashing, this some of this crashing going to be from the Father, too. Because mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. taken, taken from his people. They taken, taken mm-hmm. from the righteous. They charging the righteous. God sees it all. Even in his word, tell, tell, telling in his word, it, it's a lot of stuff in the word, word, even in the book of Proverbs, how he, he even warned them by taking land and overcharging people from for things. Mm-hmm. So the father see what's going on, so he will see what he will come down. He will come down. He will he will crash this and comedy because they have been mm-hmm. taken, taken. Look what they doing to the people. And he's not pleased with it. So he's saying he's right. gonna get it from the the the, the uh wicked it's going to be stored up mm-hmm. for the righteous. Yes, right. You know where the hidden treasure is. Come on. Mm-hmm. You know, everything that they did behind the scene, there yes. are things that y'all don't even know that they are doing, that they have did to, you know, people, ancestors, uh, things they right. have did. There's document and paper trail that there is money stored up that they have hidden. Oh, y'all, I can take y'all with some things. The Father mm-hmm. showed me. I see, I hear and show me like these certificates. Like, uh, now, like, what is that? You know, these are things mm-hmm. that's going to blow people's mind. That's why we got to make sure we're in the right position. You tell us to go, we got to go. We can't look behind. We can't, oh, I need to take this. I can take this. No, you got to go. There are some decorations that they have did with our, you know, with people's ancestors. And there are some, he he know what they did. He know what they did. Mm -hmm. How they lied, how they did it, how they stole, how they took land. How they did, how they abused the elders. He know what they have done and what they still doing, and he's not pleased with it at all. Because wow. even in the word, tell 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 us not to overcharge. You 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 don't supposed to be overcharging, and we know we in the incumbent that we are being overcharged. It's coming to a time that people got the roommate. People don't. I remember my auntie came back to me and said, you used to say this years ago. She was telling me, she said, I didn't even like them you used to say it. She said, you used to say this all the time. We, we better learn how to get along and get along now. Because there's going to be a time that we're going to have to live with each other. Yeah. Now they have like she just told about a year ago last year she said I remember you used to say that years ago and she said now I see exactly what you talking about she she told me she said I used to get mad when you say that I ain't staying with my family I ain't staying with my children and stuff like that but she said now I see Mm -hmm. exactly what you were saying yeah they have like 
some of the houses, like they're, they're building things now that it has a name for it. I don't know exactly, like Generation Gen something. Basically, it's homes that they're building because they're realizing that more than one generation, it's just taking more than one generation to live together just to be able to live. Mm-hmm. The new, they call it something like the new gen, new gen something. It has to do with building a home where, you know, where it accommodates a couple generations and families. So, you know, because it's taken more than one generation to be able to afford to live. So they're they're building things now that is, I forgot what it is. My girlfriend always thought. Uh, I remember years ago. For a bigger house. And she's right. like, they, they have now the new gen something. Right. I remember years ago when I was on the prayer, when I, it was one day, because I, I used to do the prayer line on Saturday. And I found the alone. Y'all need to pray for the elders, the old folks in the old folks' homes. What I see, they're going to begin to kick them off those those old folks home. Mm. I'm telling y'all, those who are on here need to be praying. They're going to end up kicking them out of those homes. They're going to rebuild them, turn them down and build them. Money, greedy. Mm-hmm. Kicking them out of them old folks homes. The, 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 the living cost going to be so high that people ain't going to even be able to afford to keep their mom and them in those homes. They're going to begin to kick them out. Some of them, they're going to turn them down and build them for other for things. For the land. So they can... mm-hmm. You think you think a father going to be happy with that? Okay. Y'all going to begin to see it. And this is something that the Holy Spirit is revealing. That these elder people, these veterans, people that fought for their country, are going to begin to be getting kicked out of these places. Oh, I say, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. Y'all talking about war on Israel. We are Israel. It's a war upon us. They're going to begin to kick them out of there, turn turn, turn some of them down, and build them, build build them, whatever they're going to build. Or at the end, they're going to start charging so high that people ain't going to be able to afford to keep their parents or whoever loved one in them homes. Right. I can see that happening now. Yeah, y'all 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 have not seen anything yet. You better learn how to get along. You ain't seen none of these people. I'm telling you, stuff that I see, I kind of be feeling sorry for people that sit up there and treat people bad, because the same one you treat bad. Mm. You better mm. know God got His eyes on you. I feel so sorry for them people that say no and did not open their homes to help each other mm. out. I really do feel sorry for them. He give it and he take it away. 
And like I said, it's going to be a big crash and be a comedy. And them same people that mistreat you, you might you might be the one that they going to come and need help from or need you to pray for them. So you got to pray for the elder people because they going to need us. And, and I'm, I'm telling you how they going to end up doing them. They Some don't of them care. go to those homes and their family don't even look back at them. Right. Don't so, so you got to keep them in prayer. got to pray for them. We're going to see how many of the churches going to go get those elder people and bring some of them in their home. Or either go, you get all these billions, billions of dollars of the pe- from people. We're going to see how many of those going to go and get some of them and put them in partners so help them out. You you gonna see some? That's why God, that's why the Holy Spirit is gonna take some people up out of here. It's gonna be many people get taken up out of here because they're not gonna be able to handle what's coming up on the earth. We ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. That's why many of your loved one is leaving up out of here. So people ain't gonna have, be able to handle. It. They ain't seen nothing yet. Mm. Well, Regina, is there anything else? No, that's it. Thank you so much. Always a pleasure to hear you, hear your voice. Join in. Thank you. Well, we are going in. <laughs> well, there's nobody else with their hands up. We're going to go ahead and end the show. I thank y'all for calling in tonight. May God bless you and keep you. Remember, continue to pray. Continue to seek him. He's going to direct you into truth. I tell you, I'm winding down myself. You know, sometimes when you spitting the word of God out, it takes a lot. A lot of people don't know it pulls a lot out of you. So I'm kind of winding down myself. And so we just thank the Father for each and every last one of y'all. And so remember, someone is always on on Prophetic Grace Network. I know y'all probably hear, like I say, it's like I'm winding down because like the Holy Spirit didn't lift up off of me. So it's like my body is. Is it's winding down, so but I just give God the glory. He give all. He he gets all the glory, all the honor. So remember, somebody is on Prophetic Grace Network, twenty four hours, seven days a week. Keep each and every last one of us in your prayers, our family. Pray for Randy. Yes. And family, Tanisha and Terrence and their family. 
my family. Pray for our strength. Pray for our strength and our peace. You know, people that comes and pour out a lot to the people, they need prayers. They need prayers more than anything. So continue to pray for us and stay on the watch hour. If the Father tells you to get up, if the Holy Spirit wakes you up, get up and pray. If he tells you to stay in, stay in. And now I want to share this. So I drive all the time. Some of y'all know what I do. I drive all the time. I'm starting to notice, especially at night. See, I see things. So it looked like a fog, like it's a fog outside. It looked misty. It looked, I'm driving. I didn't been to like different cities, different Dallas. I didn't been to Plano, Little M, you know, different parts of Dallas, you know, different parts of Tarrant County, but I'm noticing things. And I'm like, hmm, that's kind of strange. It's some fog out here. Like last night, some fog out here. And um, I think I was in, uh, what was I, at Frisco? No, McKinney. And I'm like, hmm, that looks like some mist, some fog. I'm telling you, you see some strange things at night. And I'm looking, and I was like, that's weird. It's like some fog or some mist. And then some riding down the highway tonight. And I'm like, what is that? I see this thing again. It looked like dust or like a, it's just hard to explain. But I'm like, okay, mm, but it's no fog. It's no mist because you, you'll feel it on, you, you, you know, you can see it mm-hmm. on your watch. It's going to be like a little rain. So that ain't happening. Right. So I'm like, what is that dirt, dust? What What is that in the earth? And I'm like, what is that? And I can see it. I, I pay attention mm-hmm. to the sky. I pay attention to the sun, the moon. I'm paying attention. I'm, I'm paying attention what's running across the freeway. What's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm very alert. And so I'm like, hmm, I say, is that spraying stuff? And I can see see the mm. what they, whatever this they doing, whatever they doing, and I'm telling y'all they must be doing it at night. Mm. They must be mm. doing it at night. Cause I'm mm. like, man, I've been driving at night. I didn't drove across the, the the country, you know. I didn't drove from Texas to California, Texas to Arizona, Texas to Las Vegas, Texas to New York. I didn't drove from some quite few places, and I'm like, I didn't seen some dark, dark places. Some, you know, it's something not right with the sky outside. Definitely a change. What is they spraying? What is they doing? What is they up to? I see stuff in the sky. And I always catch them things falling out the sky at night. I I remember we was in uh, 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 Dominican Republic. And we sitting there and I'm talking. And right over the, and I was trying to get them to see it. Here's the thing coming down out the sky. 
and which everybody think is a falling star. And I said, look, y'all, y'all see that? They couldn't catch it real fast. Then it, another one come down. I said, there it go right there. Y'all see it? They didn't catch it. I see them things all the time coming in and out the atmosphere. And I remember, and I say, Lord, I say, I don't think them falling stars. Some I remember telling him, I don't think them falling stars because I see them all the time. And I said, I mm-hmm. need you to reveal to me what, what they are. And he did. But we was taught wrong. You remember they used to say, we sh- we shown the star that's a falling star. No, that's not. Those mm-hmm. some little angels, falling angels coming out. You got to know what these things in The book mm-hmm. of Revelation talk about it. It talk about it throughout the book what it was because that's what he brought me to the word to let me know what it was. I remember coming home telling my son, I've been seeing them things all night. I don't think them things star, but I'm figuring to ask the father what it is. And I sure did. Went to him and say, Lord, reveal to me what, what is that? And he did. Hmm. He did. Wow. Them hmm. things so quick and so fast, they like a light. <laughs> they light like a light. They're going to look like a falling star to you. Know the watchman? Mm. The watchman? The watch? The watch? They came down on the earth. He still got them watching the earth. When they left their post, God didn't leave it on. on um, he didn't leave them undo. He had to send some more. Wow. Huh. wow. I know we always been taught they're falling stars. Like, oh, it's a falling star. Yep. So come down by disappear. Yep. I tell you, go ask the father. Y'all have to go ask the father. Go ask him, Christian. You got to ask him. He'll tell you. He'll let you know. He will definitely let you know. Hmm. The, uh, watch, yeah. the watchers, the watchers that left their posts and came down here, started messing with the uh, women in the book of it, it, mm-hmm. it, the beginning in mm-hmm. Genesis. He talked about it, and I'm trying to remember in the uh, and then he tell us about them how he hid them. He hid them. He destroyed them. But they he, they gonna come back and tell us. I'm trying to remember which book to tell us that in. But uh, there's different. There's different. You know, heaven. We know about the Prince of Persia. So these these mm-hmm. angels, even with the Jacob ladder, they was descending and ascending in and out of mm-hmm. heaven. So these things right. have ability to come in and out, and they are the, these things is not all the angels of God, the true angels of Yahweh. You have to the Holy Spirit will reveal some secret things to you. But like I said, like I told someone earlier, 
yeah, they hid books and maps, but the Father, the Holy Spirit revealed to me he is the book, and he's only going to reveal to those who really hungry and thirst for the truth. We have been deceived mm-hmm. so many by lies and stuff. He's going to reveal the truth, and he's going to bag it up that you will know this is he who is speaking and telling the truth, telling you the truth. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of things. I mean, I, I, I tell you what, you, you, you ain't seen nothing yet. You, you just ain't seen nothing yet. There's a lot of activity that goes on. And even today, it's something in the atmosphere, and it was just making my body feel weird. And I was like, oh, my God, what is this? You got to know what's going on in the spirit realm, what they doing in the spirit realm. You got to know what these wicked people are doing, the sacrifice they doing. They got just like they got, mm-hmm. they hate that they do things on. They work. This is the wickedest month right here. And those who are really true servant of God begin to experience this warfare that's why you got to pray mm. for leaders like them. This is a time you should be praying for leaders. You got to call their name out. You got to be on your face because special prophets are being hit. The watch watchman, mm. which is the prophet, is being hit because they body can mm-hmm. feel what's going on in the atmosphere. It's starting to work on them. They can feel it. They can hear things. Mm-hmm. You better believe they can hear things. They see things. They seeing things in animals. Mm. They, they. I'm telling you, y'all. I'm telling y'all what I know because I experience it myself. And so their body mm-hmm. is getting hit because what's going on in the spirit realm. They ears. Wow. They hear yeah. ringing. So they nice. hear ringing in their ears because what's taking place. In the spirit realm, they ears attend, trying to be attending to hear the voice of Yahweh, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And then when you have all this other stuff going on, it begin to penetrate their ears. And then they begin to hear this ringing and sound in their ears. The enemy always trying to cause confusion. I'm telling y'all, mm-hmm. and anybody on here that is a, a, a seer or a prophet, you begin to hear this thing in your ear. You got the, you got, you remember, Lord, what, what is, is, is something that I need to hear? What is this? What, what, because you can, you can actually go into a region or you can walk into something, the money, and your body will feel the effect of it. Sometimes it will mm-hmm. knock the breath out of you. Because mm-hmm. there's a spiritual warfare going on daily. Do you got you got the real angels of Yahweh fighting the these demons and stuff? Mm-hmm. And baby, only if you knew they they they, they, probably, they got them in a chokehold, they body slamming them, 
they doing it. I mean, they fighting on the behalf, according to your prayers, the way you open your mouth. They fighting for your son. They trying to protect your son, your daughter, your mama. They protecting these little children. It's, the, it's a real war going on. They going in and out. Mm. And so you can you'll feel it. And so it might look like let me, let me explain in case y'all some prophet like to be to themselves. And the reason why they like to be to themselves because they trying to cope cope or what they see, what they hear, or whatever they're going on. A lot of times they can go into uh, some of them might be feeling depression coming up on them because they body, mm. they pray for people, they see a lot from people. That's why y'all need to quit trying to pull on them all the time and won't ever them to be all on your uh, come and fight for you. No, you need to be trying to fight and see if they okay. Check up on them. Pray, pray for them. Pray for Randy. Pray for pray for people that's on prophetic grace networks. Many times the Holy Spirit will wake me up and, and I will hear names. I will hear their names so loud and clear. It means for me to pray for them. Many times I didn't hear Randy's name. I didn't hear their name to get mm-hmm. up and pray for them. You don't know what they're going through. Don't try to take advantage of them all the time. You need to start praying for people. And then when something happened, oh, we didn't see that coming. Of course you not because you weren't even praying for them. The enemy trying to hit and take them down. And if he can't get to them, guess what? He's going to try to get to somebody close to them, their family, their wife. You have to constantly mm-hmm. pray for them. They see a lot. Even at mm-hmm. night, a body go through a, I'm telling y'all what I have experienced, even at night, the body, they body go through attack. Even those who that dream, they dream, they see prophetic dream things to come, they body go through attack. Don't think demons are trying to sit on them and they send the Ichabus and suffer the spirit and all this thing after the prophet. You need to get out of yourself. I always want them to pray for you. I always want them to intercede for you. You need to start asking. That's why a lot of people cannot walk with the prophet. Everybody can't walk with the watchman because they get hit too much. A lot of people don't want to get hit because they hit. But no, you're supposed to be covering them. And so you might see a lot of them probably shutting down, pulling away because what's going on right now, and this thing is going to continue to go on throughout the rest of the year because them things is after souls. And so these prophets and these watchmen see you begin to take a lot upon their upon body. They begin to get kind of weary and tired and beat down. That's why I, my prayer is, God, send the faithful one. Let the ones be faithful, that they're going to be constantly praying. Let I, If I'm a seal, 
a prophet. I need another seer to walk with me. I don't need nobody that don't know know how to don't know how to pray. A blind can't see. That ain't gonna even work. Cause while I'm doing your sign, they got to see what's coming. And mm. so no, you got to ask the father. And so I just know this is the time that you need to pray for them. Cause what's taking place right now in the spirit realm. And their body is beginning to feel the effect of it. Very strong. Even when there's, I, I mentioned to y'all, there's two different ships. The ship of Yahweh and there's a ship of the enemy. You got to know the difference now. You got to know the difference. There's things that walk around at night. They walk around in the daytime. And you... People begin to feel it. They can feel it. They can feel it. And I, will, I remember I asked the father, well, okay, I'm serving you. I'm doing this. I'm praying for people. Why I keep getting hit? Why I got to get the hit? You know, get hit. Well, that's the, when you see a lot and you know a lot, that's what's going to happen. That's the reason why you got to have true covering. You got to ask God to cover you. When I leave out of, out of this radio, I have to pray. I have to sit and pray and ask him to fill me back up. Cover me. Cover me. There, there will be no deep, no attachment. There's things that even when we on the radio, we see things, we hear things, but we still got to push. Even though we see it and we hear it, we still got to push. We still got to pray. But don't think we don't see and don't hear. Yes, we see and hear very well. We see and we hear very well. And so God bless y'all. Thank you for coming in. I know I said that, but I'm going to go ahead and get off the show. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank y'all for coming on. Be prayful. Be watch. Watch, y'all. Watch. And pray. Pray for someone. Do something special for someone. Send a message saying, hey, I'm praying for you. Do something. Do something for someone. I was just, the Holy Spirit was speaking to me today. And I said, you know, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that, Father, because that's, that's sowing the seed in somebody's life. Because some people, I've seen something in a vision. I said, you know what, I'm going to do that. Because that's going to make a smile on somebody's face. So I'm definitely going to do that. That's going to be sowing a seed in somebody's life. You got to start, stop thinking about yourself and begin to sow seed in other people's life. There's many ways that you can sow a seed in someone's life. You can either, uh, when I taught a class, I don't know if you was in this class. I don't know. I don't think you were, but... I gave them instruction. Go out and bless somebody. And I and I even challenged some of them that boss that you're getting into it, bless her. Get go get her some flowers. Go get her a car. Go do something. Don't do it for your family, the people that you're around. Do it for somebody else. Even bless your enemy and see what God do for you. That was the biggest challenge for some some people. They cannot do that. 
and there was a channel. I said, I want y'all to go and bless. I want y'all to go get some flour and give it to, don't you give it to your mama. Don't you give it to people in your family. You go give it to the that co-worker that you don't get along with. Give it to your boss. Buy them lunch. Do something like that. And I say, if y'all do that, watch what God going to do for y'all. Even sow a seed. Sow a seed. Send $20. Never know. That same person that's giving you a hard time, they might need some gas in the next week. They might can't even get the word. Cash out them $20 and watch and see what God do for you. See? That's how you do it. Bless bless somebody. Mm. Bless somebody. Them people, they'll shut them up. They'll shut the enemy up. Because he wants you to be mad. He don't want you to love thy neighbor. He don't want you to love Mm -hmm. them. And that's what I challenge. And I say that to y'all. Do something nice for someone. Do something nice for someone. And see what God, because you guess what? You do something nice for someone, especially the one that envy you and stuff like that. Watch and see what God going to do for you. Watch and see. And so do something nice for somebody. God bless you. Remember, he loves you and so do I. Remember Jeremiah 29 and 11. Who know the thoughts that he have for you? Nobody but Yahweh. And he says, good. He told Jeremiah, my thoughts that I have for you is good. It's good. It's not evil. I don't have evil thoughts for you. It's good. So you can have that expecting in. So y'all have a bless. I'm going to get out of here because I'm telling you, I can barely keep my eyes open. Y'all have a blessed weekend. Love you. kitchen and I was like Lord what what am what am I gonna do um, I have all these responsibilities all this going on and it seems like I'm doing everything I can for you and everything is just going opposite anybody ever been there where it seems like you were doing all you knew to do and still you took two steps forward and you took five steps back and you said you're saying God what you know what in the world is going on and I was sitting in my kitchen and, and, and I didn't understand it and then these words came. I said, Lord, you are good. You've been so good. Lord, you are good. You've been better than good. I can't praise you enough. I owe you my life. Can't praise you enough. Even if I Lift your voice. Come on, tell them today. You are good. You are good. You've been better.
leave off of here. God been they just hung up thing. Um, no. This three two one number, I wanna speak to you. He he's he's highlighting your number. I I wanna speak to you. I'ma unmute your phone. Three two one two three zero. Hello? Hello. 
321-230. I don't know if they they have me on mute, but he's been highlighting your number. I want to ask this person right here, what do you there there's something you seeking the Father for. I need to pray for you. But I don't want to pray for you if you don't give me permission to pray for you. And this is the three two one two three zero. I was just about to get off of here, but the Holy Spirit said, "Look at that three two one number and unmute that line." So. I don't know if they own here and they just don't want to say something, but I want to ask you if it's okay for me to pray for you. I don't know if they can hear me or what. We still on the line, so I know we didn't cut off. Yeah, I think they found just hung up. They found. Man, I want to pray for that person. Three, two, one, two, three, zero. Well, all right, I'm gonna pray for you anyway. I'm gonna get off the thing, but your 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 number highlight. I don't know who you are, but if you get a chance, text Randy. If you have the number, text Randy. If there's a certain prayer request that you have, but I feel like you is in the need of prayer, the Holy Spirit just highlight your number to me, and I would like to pray for you in the sea for you. So if you just don't want to say anything on the radio, send a text, you know, just text your prayer request. If you're still on the line, just send me a text. Let's see. I don't know who you are. But you can send a text, send your prayer request. To two one four four six zero four nine nine seven two one four four six zero four nine nine seven. Send your prayer request. But that's the Father want me to ask you. The Holy Spirit it wanted me to ask you. What do you need? What do you need for Him to do right now? Right now tonight. What do you need the Father to do in your life right now? It's like it's like a, a urgency prayer that you need. If you don't want to say it on the radio, just send me a text message and I'll be more. I'm gonna pray for you anyway. But send me your prayer request and I'll be more happy to pray for you. God bless you. Uh I just want to say that before I end because your number was highlighted. Uh, I am hearing uh, I am hearing the Holy Spirit speak for you and so I'm going to lift you up in prayers 
And uh, you have a blessed weekend. Thank y'all for calling in. Y'all have be good, ma'am. Keep keep us in your prayer. <laughs>